0: Welcome, everybody, to the Raven Precision Podcast. I'm Don Bruins with Raven Industries. Today, I'm joined by Chad Bigler and Luke Puckett. Our plan is to talk about VSN and uh, the VSN full canopy system. So, um, Luke, I think uh, you're going to take it away and get us an introduction about what is VSN. It's been around for a little bit now, but uh, we just want to give everybody an update on what it is and uh, what we're talking about today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're, we're at Raven, we're very excited about VSN. So what, what is VSN uh, row guidance? VSN is a camera-based technology. VSN looks at crop rows, identifies them as crop rows, and steers the machine based on what it's seeing. So traditional steering, we have RS1 and we have GPS. So the RS1 gets an input GPS signal into it, It realizes where it is in a field, and it steers based on that GPS input, which works great, except in row crop applications. In row crop applications, you really need to know where the crop is actually planted. You need to know where the seed physically was planted and physically grew. And that's where the VSN technology comes into play. VSN is a camera-based steering solution. The camera looks at the crop rows, identifies the crop rows, and guides the machine based on where those crop rows are at. So it's extremely exciting technology because it's it's independent of GPS. So we still use GPS in the system as a fallback, but the camera-based solution doesn't care about GPS. It cares about where the crop is planted, and that's what makes it so powerful. It is steering the machine exactly where it needs to be based on that crop.
2: So I'll add a couple things there, Luke. That was a good starting introduction. Uh, one of the benefits that I really see with VSN, and you hit on it pretty heavy there, is around just the flexibility of being able to actually steer where the crops are. And the reason why I say that's important is at times uh, that planter might float up and down that hill or through the field as it's soft, wet, dry type of conditions, or to your point, you plant it with a lesser accurate GPS or GNSS type of solution. So let's say they plant it with SBAS and you contract out to an egg retailer to come in and spray that field. Well, if they followed an RTK type of path, there's enough drift with that SBAS the way it was planted potentially That even though you're dead on the line, you're straight, you're steering, you're performing exactly how you told that machine to do it, you're running over crop. And at the end of the day, we're out there to make as minimal crop damage, as minimal um, adjustments to that field. Our point is to go out there and provide a sprayer efficacy type of product. So this product to me, exactly, I share in your same exact excitement, but it allows us that flexibility to adjust and move and, you know, I want to kick it back over to you because you've spent some time with some operators on that, but even just training people on how to drive down a field, how to what we generally term row crops is not an easy task, right? And so this just provides another tool in their toolbox in order for them to, one, train and educate new operators, but two, really start being able to focus on the rest of that machine. And I know you spent some time with a few guys if you want to kind of add on to that as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So... One of the things we hear is, you know, if I have RTK and I have RTK from start to finish, why, why would you ever need VSN? And you hit on it, Chad. It, RTK is great from a GPS standpoint, but your your, your implement is still floating back there. Your planter is still floating back there. We actually had a case out of research farm where uh, the operator came. They planted the crop. We said, hey, we need to know your, what your RTK guidance lines are. So they said, hey, I started here at the field. I was pointed 180 degrees straight south. We said, great, we're going to go in there. We're going to start some testing. And so we hopped in the field, put our RTK guidance line on there, said we're heading 180 degrees straight south, and away we went. Well, you get about 100 yards into the field and we start running over crop. We say, hey, what's the deal with this? We have RTK-based solutions. We have the most accurate GPS-based solutions. Why are we running over crop? Well, it turned out the guidance line was not 180 degrees pointed straight south. It was 180.02 degrees straight south. So two hundredths of a degree... And we started to get off as we went off into the field and as we went to the length of the field so it, it goes back to that. everything has to be perfect with rtk in order to not run over crop that's where vsn really comes in there and has that value you don't need that basically G, basically vsn is that correction source and so you're running exactly where you need to be in those crop rows uh you you mentioned row cropping and how difficult that is it, it's incredibly difficult so a couple of years ago when we first started vsn we were down in texas and uh I was in a machine, actually, you know, learning how to row crop a sprayer in uh, in some corn and sorghum down there. And when I first started out, I'm, I'm traveling about five miles an hour, and we have an experienced operator sitting in the buddy seat next to me. You're running over crop. You're running over crop. Oh no! And so I'm barely chugging along here at five miles an hour. I'm still running over crop, right? Uh, obviously, the more you get into it, the the more confidence you get. But you take a brand new operator starting off in the cab. How can they be successful? You throw VSN on the machine. And as soon as I got VSN, I'm running, you know, 15, 20, 25, 27 miles an hour in crop as I'm testing it, right? And you take you take a novice operator, somebody who's never row cropped in their life, you add VSN to it, and suddenly they're they have every confidence to go the maximum speed that the machine is able to apply that product. So it, it's super cool to see because you take somebody who's timid out there, somebody who doesn't know exactly what they're doing, me, right? <laughs> and in the in the matter of, you know. 15 minutes training them how to use VSN. They're out there running uh, like somebody who's been there, you know, row cropping all their life. So extremely fun to see you take. You just take the productivity of somebody. What are they focused on when they're in a row crop application? They're focused on steering the machine, and so 90% of the focus is on steering that machine and not running over crop. You have 10% of the focus focusing on everything else, right? That's the beauty of VSN. We take that 90% away. We say, hey, you know what? Let VSN steer the machine. You spend your time focusing on the machine. So as I'm going around the headlands, kick it in VSN. Allow VSN to steer around your headlands. Be looking out at your boom. Make sure you're not running into a tree. Make sure you're not running into a fence post or anything like that. Make sure the machine's still applying product. We were out on a beta site uh, this last summer using VSN technology and they were running and all of a sudden, since they didn't have to steer and focus on that, they were looking at, oh, hey, looks like we have a section that's plugged and sure enough they had a plug filter they had to go out and fix that and uh, they were able to notice things like that because they weren't focused on steering they were focused on applying product
0: hey guys i know chad always doesn't want to talk specs but i'm just listening to some of the things you're talking about really reminds me of some of the things i hear from our sales team as they start talking about this thing is you talk about uh planter drift well we can run on hillsides with this also. And you talked about doing your headlands. Well, we can do some pretty good contours out there compared to some of our competitors in the market. So uh, just a few advantages that uh, I know we we feel that we have out there. Uh, I don't need to get into the specs. If somebody wants to see that, there's a spec sheet on our website that talks about the the contours and the, the, the slope advantages we have out there, so. I don't know, Chad. Sorry to interrupt you on that. So,
2: <laughs> well, Not a problem. I was actually going to make a joke because I remember going down to that exact trip that Luke is talking about. I was very hesitant when I got out of the machine as well. And if I recall, that was like the end of February, maybe the early part of February. And we were running through like 20-inch tall sorghum. And if I remember, Jonathan, the owner of the land, we get in there. You know, we're trying to just baby it along and make sure everything's working right. He gets in there and it's throttle forward. And we just sit back in the buddy seat <laughs> and uh, he he showed us how to roll crop that day. <laughs> uh, maybe we had to ask him to, to back up just a little bit in order for us to provide some good testing, but that was just an overall good experience to start getting a lot of customer feedback. And Don, to exactly your point there, when we started running down in Texas, we were running in very flat fields. Well, we started getting into just even the rolling plains up here in South Dakota and into Iowa, And inherently how that machine tracks as you're driving across a uh, slope or a contour or a hill, you're actually not pointing down the row. And that actually caused another challenge for us to solve is as that camera is actually pointing up the hill and I'm having to oversteer a little bit, like we were actually starting to turn into the rows and we are seeing just a little bit of some shift and drive over top of those crops. And to your point, that was something that we challenged the design team. Luke was heavily involved with that to go back and actually provide a nice solution to where, yeah, when it gets into, I would say about up to eight degrees, we've even seen a little bit more challenging terrain than that, um, we're still able to steer down those rows. Now, at eight degrees, that starts getting pretty aggressive to where your front wheels and your back wheels, um, your front wheels are to the, let's say, to the right side of the rows and your back wheels are kind of to the left. I mean, there's really not much more you can do from a physical limitation standpoint, but yet the camera is able to help you steer that and Luke threw out a few other numbers as well, where he was talking, you know, high 20s that we can run. We still max out people at 29 mile an hour, and we've had people that tell us, raise their hand, hey, can we go faster? <laughs> now, our our products are designed to help you push some limitations, and we've been very successful at seeing people provide us feedback that says, hey, your specs are published here, but in these types of conditions, we're actually able to extend and go further and see some efficiencies. And to Luke's point earlier, around just being able to throttle up a little bit faster, run more acres per day, has probably been the biggest payback that we've seen guys really give us some feedback. And it's not the only the expert guys that are comfortable in the machine that we're already running 15 mile an hour that are kicking it to 18 to 20 or plus. You're seeing guys that have maybe only rode like a couple fields. I mean, literally, I mean, so what behind the years? And they're getting in there and they're pushing 15 and 18 and 20. That might be a little bit scary at that point, but you're starting to see those tools that are seeing a lot of benefits. And to your point, Don, you know, the specs can say one thing, but it's the real life application. And that's the thing that's so cool about VSN is we're able to see what's happening local in the field and make those decisions, make those adjustments on the fly. And that's what's really cool about it. And that's what gets me excited about this. And Luke, if we wanna talk further a little bit about it, there's a few other things you mentioned around, we still utilize GPS and there's some fallback. Do you wanna maybe explain our three different modes that we have built in that people can utilize? So different applications, different benefits, we kind of you know, have some different fallback opportunities there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's three different modes that you can run in. You can run in GPS mode, which is RS1 guidance as we know today. So you're taking GPS points and driving off of that GPS data. There's VSN mode in which you are only steering off the camera. So your camera is getting a solution. If that solution ever goes down, we have, we have a quality threshold that you can set. If that solution ever drops below that thr- the quality threshold, you'll disengage steering. So that's VSN only mode. We only wanna steer off of VSN input into the guidance system. And then we have VSN plus mode. VSN plus mode allows the user to set a guidance line in conjunction with what the camera is seeing. So as I'm going down a field, and I see crop rows, VSN will steer based off those crop rows. If you ever get to a point where you don't see crop rows, uh, an area got washed out, area got flooded, uh, the planter had some skips, things like that, that quality threshold will drop below what is set and you actually revert back to a guidance line. And so, the really nice thing about this is if I disengage steering, you have to be very alert in VSN only mode. And some guys like that. Some guys say, hey, you know what? If, if I can't steer off my camera, I want it to fall back to me and I'll steer the machine. Perfect. We have the VSN only mode. You have other guys that say, you know what? If, if GPS needs to get me through a very short section in the field, absolutely. Switch back to your GPS line. Keep me engaged in steering. Drive through that washout, through that waterway, whatever that may look like. And then revert back to the camera. And that's what VSN plus mode does. Uh the beauty of that is you don't need a super accurate GPS solution in order to fall back to a GPS solution. Chad mentioned it. You know, we talk about WAAS and SBAS and things like that and how you do have some drift over time. The benefit is, is we're, we're constantly looking at that GPS guidance line and we're saying, hey, you know what? You need to steer this 20 feet with GPS. We'll fall back to a GPS solution in that 20 feet. WAS is going to be perfectly accurate enough to get you through that 20 feet and it's going to keep you exactly where you need to be as soon as you see rows again the camera kicks back in and you steer based off the camera input and so uh, we we're really excited about three different modes and it's really how guys want to run the machine if they want to to steer by themselves through washouts, things like that absolutely run in vsn mode if you want to have a gps fallback absolutely run in vsn plus mode
2: and calibration wise luke i think we should talk about how easy we've made that as well so calibration, you can save some different profiles. And when I say by profiles, we're really looking at row spacing, um, not necessarily the height of the crop that you have to go in and recalibrate every single field, but really a row spacing. Now, if you have a machine that has some different heights as well, lower and maybe a height clearance setting, you'll have to provide a couple different calibrations there as well. But the main process from a calibration standpoint, as Luke was just talking around, is literally start to row crop and drive down it until it engages and it hits that quality threshold that or that confidence threshold that Luke was talking through. And then you save that and then you keep running it. I'm going to add on just a little bit. So VSN plus mode, um, you do have the opportunity to engage on the line prior to actually exiting your headlands. Or we've even paired it with uh, auto turn, a new feature for Ross or for Viper 4 that allows you to automatically turn at the end of your field and then jump back into your row without disengaging, turning the steering wheel. You still have all those options, but within the VSN settings that I have VSN plus mode, I can pair that and I'm going to use quotes here, but I can play nice with VSN with my auto turn, um, allowing it to just keep engaged from a steering standpoint as I go to my end, as I go to my headland, or if I'm the operator I want to disengage, I want to do a two point or three point type of turn to reduce the number of crops I'm running over, or I'm in a tighter area. Um, You certainly have that functionality and that's That's why I get excited about all the different opportunities and areas that we can adjust inside VSN. I'm going to shift gears just real quick because I know that we've talked heavy on VSN, but let's talk what are the system components that also need VSN. So Luke, I'll kick it off here for a little bit, and then if you want to jump in and kind of talk to what are some of the platforms you're seeing and differences. But this is a Raven steering product for Clarity, um, so it falls within our portfolio of RS1, SC1, uh, are kind of our traditional products today. Um, we've, throughout the years, we've developed smart tracks and, and other type of steering guidance systems. However, VSN is our latest and greatest for steering guidance. It complements and was built upon the architecture and the framework of RS1 slash SC1, which. RS-1 is our box that includes all of our inertials, um, also has GPS in it, has your cell modem as well, so really kind of that three in one package. SC-1 takes the exact same algorithm of RS-1, has your inertials in it, has your speed or steering uh, algorithm, communicates with your valve, and VSN is communicating locally to either RS-1 or SC-1. We also on that system require a Viper-4, so that's our latest field computer as well Um, there's obviously some software updates and requirements around ensuring that your system is compatible with each other but for the most part it is a raven integrated steering and guidance system Um, we're not steering somebody else's controller we're not uh, adding on uh, other components kind of ad hoc this is a built and intended complete solution and that's what makes it so repeatable that's what makes it work so well and there's other iterations that Luke, I want you to kind of talk about what's coming next, or what we just baited for this last fall, in regards to the add-ons for uh, high clearance machines, specifically around what we consider our full canopy. And maybe before you jump into that, let's talk the problem that we were trying to solve around full canopy and why that was something we got as feedback from our customers this last spring when they ran VSN.
1: Yeah, Chad, So if we talked about platforms that were supported upon initial release. We had Rogators B and C. You had Patriots, uh, 3000, 4000 series, uh, and all those basically went back to model year 2012, uh, 2011. And so we started off, that that was the market, and we knew we could expand this, right? And so that that was a request that we had gotten. Hey, I love running this on my rear boom machine, but I have a front boom machine that I also want to run this on. Can we make that work? And so that's really what last uh, season's development effort was around, getting VSN to work on high clearance front boom machines. Uh, there was definitely some some challenges around that we have a vision based solution and now you have a boom sitting out in front of you and so you you see a lot of that boom right and so where we're going to mount the vsn how are we going to make this work what happens when your your boom goes up and down how do we not see that and so a lot of challenges surrounding that actually um, really it all came down to where we mount the vsn we we tried every every solution possible but we ended up mounting the vsn right on the front of the boom and that worked extremely well You're able to get a great field of view. You see the crop. Um, The only issue was if the boom changes height, what do we do there? Well, fortunately, we have a great product uh, XRT, which deals in boom leveling technology, and so we actually used a radar sensor from XRT to give us a a ground height reading for the VSN. That way, the VSN knows where it's at in relation to the ground. It knows what the perspective is that it's looking at, and it steers the machine uh, just like it would a rear boom sprayer, and so. We're really excited about the continuation of the VSN technology and working on front boom machines. Uh, The stress level just goes up the taller the crop gets, right? And so we had guys saying, hey, this is great. Love running in it with my rear boom. Let's transition over to the front boom. Let's make it work there, which VSN works from basically 4 inch tall crop all the way up to 90% canopy. Once we have 90% canopy, it looks like a sea of green out there, and so it's really tough to tell what is a crop row and what is a furrow. and so that's where uh, a new technology that's also it was also beta tested last year and introduced this spring uh, came into play and that's radar row guidance and so we're actually using radar technology similar to what's used in XRT for boom leveling in order to steer the machine we have radar sensors that are located in the front wheel wells of the machine and those sensors send out a radar signal identify the crop and the distance of the crop They feed that information back to vsn and vsn then feeds that information back to rs1 and so we are steering the machine based off of radar sensors that steer the crop and so it's a it's a really great add-on to the vsn technology now you can steer on crop that's four inches tall all the way up to full canopy and so especially for the guys who are in the high clearance uh, sprayer market this is a game changer i'm using vsn and my guidance system year round right Before crop emerges, I'm out there using RS1 and GPS. Once crop has emerged, I switch over. I'm using VSN. Once the crop gets to really any any height above the radar sensor. So the radar sensors are mounted about 18 inches off the ground. Once the crop gets above that, I can switch over to my radar technology and steer off that. So I can can literally steer off GPS before crops in the ground. VSN, once crops in the ground from 4 inches all the way up to... 90% 90% canopy. Once I transition from 90% canopy, I transition over my radar technology. And I literally, every time I'm in that that field, I have a guidance and steering solution that's, that's uh, solving the issue of steering for me.
2: And Luke, one thing I just want to reiterate to the folks listening is this is all non-contact. There's no whiskers. There's no paddles. There's nothing that we are physically touching the crop. This is all visual. And we always use the word non-contact, and to me, that's that's the game changer, right? There's been other competitive products out there that you have to adjust, you have to move, they get muddy, you know, because they're actually trying to touch and feel something. And we end up spending so much time down on the machine, prepping it, getting it right, where we're able to see that by not actually touching the crop. Yes, yes if you get machine completely mudded <laughs> we do have to go down and wipe off the sensor a little bit but we've done some testing to where we can even see through you know spray drift or grime that's built up or some some light mud um, and that to me is a nice easy benefit that the operator doesn't have to have much insight on making sure that his equipment is working other than setting it up calibrating it and allowing it to roll
1: yeah and and one of the things you, you led off this podcast is we're really excited about VSN because of the performance, right? So RS1 VSN has set a bar for guidance and steering performance. Radar has followed right in there. And so uh, we initially had some specs out there. Hey, we would at least want to be able to go 15 miles an hour. And if you talk to the guys who are running in, in front boom machines, running in full canopied corn, 15 miles an hour is flying through there, right? You have full mature corn. You don't want to just be flying through there beating that uh, corn to death uh, with your machine. And so 15 miles an hour is a great start. We, we went to our, our one of our beta sites and we're cruising along about ten miles an hour with radar technology he goes, Oh man, this is awesome. Like uh, taking the stress away. I'm just able to sit back, watch what I'm doing. This is this is great. He goes, How fast can we go? I said, Well, how, how fast do you want to go? He goes, oh, I go about ten. So, okay, okay. So I'm sitting there, all of a sudden I look over and he's doing twelve. I'm like, okay, okay. He looks at me, kinda, you know, raises his eyebrows a little bit. He, he's doing fifteen. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is cool. He looks over. Gives me kind of a wild eyed look and he just hits the throttle and we're going 20, 20, 22 miles an hour through this cornfield, full canopy and radar just steering like a dream straight, straight shot through that corn. And he's like, all right, you know, you really see the, the, the benefit, like, Hey, if I want to push this, I can absolutely push this. And whether I'm steering with GPS, RS one, whether I'm steering with VSN, whether I'm steering with radar, guys can't tell the difference. The performance is smooth. You're able to hit the same speeds that you want to hit and the the bar was set for performance and the radar has just uh, just matched that. It's super exciting.
2: So let's talk about another thing that's coming out new. So this isn't just a product that's one and done, right? We're continuing to invest in the background and to what Don, I think you mentioned earlier, we've launched VSN probably 18 months ago by now. I mean, we've had some very good success and very good feedback in the market. And one of the other areas that we received some feedback on was Can we put this on Implement? And the reason that we're requested to put it on Implement is it goes back a little bit further, about five, six years ago, Raven acquired a company over in Europe called SBG. And primarily that team focused on organic type of farming, more specialty crops, very slow speeds. I mean, we're talking meters per hour (laughs) type of machinery moving, but needing to be very, very accurate. And that was really cool. RS1 actually hit both markets. When we redesigned that, we brought in the team from our Europe uh, counterparts and from our U.S. market, and so we were able to hit that full spectrum. And when we started talking about uh, VSN and all the benefits and how well we were able to accomplish some of the performance metrics that, Luke, you're talking about, it immediately came through that, hey, today we have GPS on the tractor and GPS required on an implement to follow each other as we clean as we go pass by pass you know weekly or every three days to pull weeds out so we actually uh, started development as well specific around mounting the vsn on an implement so luke you kind of mentioned a lot around sprayers and high speeds now we have a totally different uh, problem that we're trying to solve because we have people that are driving slow and like i said meters per hour uh type of (laughs) type of crawling type of spaces but yet those guys are driving so slow because they need the accuracy. And if there's an ability to allow them to drive faster without disrupting and pulling up uh, roots or crops or damaging that crop, that's a huge benefit because those are high dollar. Those are specialty type of crops. So that's actually something that uh, we in the background had a very successful beta on this last fall. And we worked on some updates over this winter. And we're really excited about that being launched and getting a ton of feedback as well over the course of this next spring that I would say we kind of have what we term a limited release where we're targeting a few select customers to give us some feedback. And we're hoping and expecting uh, based on some of the trials that as we launch to that market as well, that we start seeing the benefits. Now, some of the other challenges in there when you start talking high specialty crops is we're not talking big stocks like corn uh, or bushy plants such as beans Uh, we're starting to talk like onions and peppers that are very very thin vines um, and their their spacing is much closer together you also are starting to see that because it's organic you're not spraying that we have to go out and distinguish when it's you know four centimeters that 10 inches that's almost too tall because now you have weeds that are about that tall as well so we had to really challenge ourselves to not only hit the high end spectrum but also hit the low end and that's that to me is what's cool is when you have a product that can scale so far and we've had lots of great conversations where people go, well, I can pull it off my my tractor or my implement and I can go put it on my sprayer and vice versa. I can pull my equipment around. And what's awesome about that is if I have the same lines from a planting standpoint to a cleaning standpoint to spraying or even harvesting and I have the same exact equipment that can flex and adjust throughout that entire process, that's a win. And that's our whole point is being able to make it easy to use, easy to transfer and scaling it. So I bring that forth. I know that we haven't had a ton of units out there for implement steering, but we expect the same success. And that's where I think Raven is really cool at investing in a lot of the steering guidance platforms, knowing that that's the way of the future. And when we talk about steering guidance, that's really becoming a standard feature on your piece of equipment but we continue to keep pushing that envelope. How far can we push that? Because it's all in the name of efficiency, right? We we talk around here, at least anyways, hashtag finder20. Um, it's a big slingshot reference, but it's very true. When you start adding all these components together, you know, you start seeing 20% efficiency, whether that's running through the field faster, covering more acres per day, 20% less crop damage that you're doing. And VSN is so vital to that. And And to me, that's just where we've really, really rung the bell very well, and and I'm really proud of what the team has done here. So, Luke, I know that we just talked pretty heavy technically about this, but I kind of want to switch over to get some more customer feedback, you know, and we've had a lot of good success with it, so I'm going to kick that off and I want to talk to it. You know, you mentioned the guy that was ticking up from 10 mile to 12 to 14 to to 20. You know, my first experience in the cab was a guy going from 0 to 20, (laughs) and you sit back in the buddy seat but as we've talked with with retailers and the guys that put thousands of acres on a day the biggest complaint to from them was not so much you know that i'm not getting enough acres done it was honestly i am so beat at the end of the day i i am sitting there constantly leaning over i'm hunched over my back is hurting i'm trying to drive down the field and real crops and we went and installed, this was kudos to Josh Crimmins over in Iowa, went and sat with an operator one day. And this guy was very seasoned fat. And he just said, you know, I love this season. I love the application. But at the end of the day, I get out of the cab. I'm tired. I go home and I sit in the chair. After the first day, he ran VSN. He gets home. He He's just full of energy. He grabs his son, he goes out in the front yard, they play catch for half an hour, they go down biking, they go around town. Yes, this is still at 9, 10 o'clock at night because <laughs> in the season you're still pushing hard but he came back to work the next day so excited that, guys, this is a technology that really helped me provide a better quality of life, not just at work but outside of work. Like I was, I was so taken away that he was just happy and elated that this helped him Personally, it and we sometimes, or not even just sometimes, most of the time, focus on the dollars, the cents, the ROI. But when we start thinking about the person in the cab and what they're seeing, what they're going through during the busy season, as they're flexing, as they're adjusting, and to see the small wins that, hey, the reason they're in that cab is to provide for their family. And now they can go home and actually be with their family and spend some enjoyable time and potentially get more acres done that day so they can leave earlier. To me, that's the, that's the stories that really stick with me. It's not so much about, yes, the ROI is important, right? I'm not going to disagree with that, but when you start seeing the joy of the operators, the people that we actually touch and feel our products, that to me is the big win. And Luke, I don't know if you have other areas you want to add, but to me, that's the one story I at least want to share with everybody today.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. If you can develop a product that makes financial sense, you look at the ROI, it makes sense. That's awesome. That's a big win, right? But you just hit on that. If you can improve somebody's quality of life, absolutely. Like that's another huge win. You hit either of those and you can have a successful product, right? If you're making somebody's life better, you're making their job easier, people like that, right? If you can also say, hey, and we're making we're making you more efficient. We're making it, it easier to do your job and making you more efficient. And ultimately, making your customer the farmer the and, and customer, we're making them more successful because there's less crop damage and they're they're getting a better harvest. Like That's just a win-win-win across the board. It's a win for the operator because you're taking stress and, and relieving stress off of their plate. You're making them more efficient. You're helping them to run over less crop. The co-op's really happy about that too, right? Because they're able to cover more acres in a day. They're able to, to keep a good timeline and a good cadence of when they're going out and actually applying product to people's field. And then the end customer, the farmer, they're excited about it, too, because they say, hey, this guy is using VSN technology to come spray my field. We got we got one of the best solutions out there running in the field, right? I, they're, it's going to limit crop damage. It's going to impact my bottom line and make me more successful. And they're also going to hit my field in a more timely manner. So. I, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited uh, about the value add that VSN brings. And really, that's what ignites our passion, ignites our fire, right? As employees at Raven, mm-hmm. we're excited about our end customer, and we're excited about, about improving their operations. That's what brings us passion, and that's what brings us uh, excitement. And so it just ignites our fire to get in get in the office every day, get out in the field every day, get out to our research farm, really experience what guys are going through, and make products that that meet and fulfill their needs.
2: So look, Don's probably going to kick us off the podcast here because we're bringing too much excitement and we haven't let Don talk at all here. But to that's your best, point, Chad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to your point, that's what brings joy. And I know that we're we're running a little bit close to the bottom of the hour here, but it, and we could talk about this for days, right? And we we certainly do. And that's where I at least want to provide something to the the folks that are listening at home. Uh, we do have some campaigns that are going on. So we have a demo program as well that you could actually go and try out uh, VSN. I don't know the full specifics around that, but feel free, if you know your Raven dealer, or you can always call into Raven, our customer support line, uh, feel free to ask and inquire. We do provide different demo systems that are out there. I think each of our dealers, and Don, you can correct me if I'm wrong, each of our dealers at least are aware of it and have possibly a floating uh, VSN that people can go and try out and i think we've had some very good success of people just being able to put their hands on it and understand it before any commitment
0: or any pressure to go out and buy something like this right well i guess the like chad said if you're not fully sold on this system after listening to these two guys they're they're hyped if you can't tell but uh we always know you you want to prove it to yourself and that that's what the sales program's about is it's a demo program and it's meant to like I said, several of our dealers, uh, our sales team is definitely involved in promoting and getting this out and making sure you can try it, getting it on your machine, uh, being able to uh, see how how well it performs in your field. Uh, you know what what's it mean to you if you get to run this? And they're they're trying to get several of these, so um, they're signing people up at the dealership levels today. I know we're trying to work through uh those so you've got interest make sure you're reaching out to your dealer and like chad said if you haven't you don't know exactly where that is jump on uh, our website get a hold of raven and we'll get you lined up
1: yeah absolutely love the demo program because at the end of the day don't listen to what I say. Don't listen to what Chad says. Don't listen to what Don says. Like, get out there and experience it because we're, we're super excited about the technology. We have seen the difference it's making. Get out there and experience it for yourself. I, I can't, can't encourage you enough to do that.
2: I hope that's not the one thing our folks take away is don't listen to Luke, Chad, and Don at the end of this podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah, you got to see the results. And uh, we, we could talk yeah. all day until we're blue in the face, but go out and see the results. I mean, that's, that's where uh, rubber hits the road and, and you see the value in it and
2: we also have uh, several avenues that you can actually report back how vsn is is working and the one i'm going to call out is actually a contest that we're kicking off that we're going to term as spraycation and i'm going to leave that as just kind of a cliffhanger if you want to hear more about that please contact your dealer or uh, hop on the website we'll have some more information uh, populated around that but it's a really neat opportunity for people to provide us feedback and for us to see what's happening in the field and like I said, it's a contest. So, uh, there is some incentives and some different prizes to be awarded as well.
0: Well, we're, we're really excited to see that. We want to get the details out to these guys. So check out our social media and our website, and I'm sure you'll find those, uh, details coming soon.
1: I, I just got to close with one last story. So we're going through beta. We, we worked with a cooperator and, uh, He's sending us texts, sending us pictures throughout the day. He'd been spraying soybeans all day. It's 1030 at night, 11 o'clock at night. I all of a sudden get a a video. And it's him operating his front boom sprayer in the middle of the night using radar technology and steering down fully canopied corn applying product in the middle of the night. And he goes, "Why, why can I do this? Well, it's because I didn't have to steer all day. I feel great at night. It's 1030. I can still make money on my machine. Why wouldn't I? So he he felt great. He just, he was super excited about the technology, using it all day, starting to run into night. Like, it, it doesn't get any better than that. You just see the the efficiency that he's out there. And in the end, it's making him more money as a custom applicator. So a lot of fun, a lot of fun.
0: Well, guys, um, I think if I let these two keep at it, they'll uh, keep telling the stories all day long. So... Um, got anything else to to wrap up, guys, or are we gonna call her good for the day? I think that's good, Don. Appreciate you inviting right. us back, and we look forward to the next podcast. Well, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for joining us today. And everybody, make sure you get out there and request a demo. Everybody needs to you needs to see the VSN run in person. Luke, thanks. Chad.